Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I am Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Friday, April 15th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyze weather data in order to come up with some picks on totals. I'll make a pick on every game that's played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As you go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans to help you decide what picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday we had two A picks on totals, and we had a starting pitcher in each one blow up, and that was unfortunate for us. That was the just needed one of those pitchers to not blow up, and we would have had a break-even day as it was a down day yesterday. Morton occasionally has starts like that. Otani does too. I think I mentioned that in the podcast yesterday. We just have to avoid those random Otani meltdowns. Most of the time he's good. Last night he was not. And so, um, you know, when you're starting pitchers blow up like that, the unders are doomed. And uh, that definitely cost us yesterday. So we'll try to avoid that fate today. Before we get to today's slate or some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free and the only way to ensure that you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit me up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. Also, you can still hear my voice. It seems like it's gotten worse. I thought it was getting better, and today it feels worse than it's felt all week. And so again, hopefully trying to power through this. Uh, we'll see how tomorrow's podcast goes. Hopefully by Monday I'm back, you know, 100% on the audio front. Uh, but I'll do, I'll, I'll do my best to, to power through it here. We got two afternoon games today. The first one is a 110 Eastern first pitch. Diamondbacks at the Mets, a Diamondbacks team that we've loved going under on. And I'm going to go under again on this one. The, t- the number's eight and a half. It's a little bit of juice, unfortunately. But I'm going to take under that eight and a half. I'm going to take it as a B pick. The only reason I'm not taking it as an A pick is there is about a 10 mile an hour wind blowing mostly out to center, a little out to right. The weather will be. Kind of chilly. I mean, not bad if, if you live in New York, you know, mid-60s is a beautiful April day. Uh, but for baseball weather, it's, it's still a, a little chilly, so that'll that'll help. But that one blowing out is just the, the reason I can't give this an A grade. As much as we've loved these Diamondbacks under, I think a two-unit B pick is a good responsible amount on this one. With regard to the game, the Mets are obviously giant favorites. The model thinks the Mets should be a minus 215 favorite. And that's squarely in between the odds for both teams at the time of this recording. And so I don't have uh, any advice for you on the side at this number. Of course, that may change throughout the day. But for now, I think under is your best play here to kick us off on this Friday. The other afternoon game, Twins at the Red Sox. Joe Ryan versus Nick Pavetta. The model thinks this one should be Red Sox minus 121. And so I've locked in a B pick on the Red Sox minus 117. The total is up to 10, which is kind of high, uh, but you do have low double-digit winds blowing out to right there as well, and two pitchers that can blow up, but also two pitchers that can look pretty good. So I'm a little surprised the total is this high. Again, the wind blowing out like that is a, a slight concern, but if I didn't have a model edge on the Red Sox, I definitely would look under in this game because... Um, like I said, while both these pitchers can blow up, both of them have had some good starts. And so 10 just seems like a few too many for my taste. Uh, it's not really overly warm in Boston today. 
but when the model has an edge on the side like this, I like to go with that, especially early in the season. So it, the model likes the Red Sox. I like the Red Sox too. It's a short number. Uh, they're only minus 117 favorites right now. So B pick on them. So our night games, Nationals at the Pirates, 635 Eastern first pitch. <clears throat> Got a good winner with the Pirates yesterday, despite some first inning shenanigans with them putting uh, a shortstop out in right field. Two misplays that cost the Pirates there, but they scored so many runs, it didn't matter. I mentioned that yesterday that Yoan Adon is a pitcher that we're going to want to fade until the number catches up. That was accurate. The rest of the Nationals bullpen, not good. I kind of see the same thing playing out today. I think that Mitch Keller... Uh, is the superior pitcher for the Pirates. I think they're the right side to be on. The model thinks that it should be Pirates minus 112. Right now I'm seeing Pirates minus 106, so I've locked that in as a B pick. I think don't overthink this one. I think the the Pirates, maybe not the better team, but in this game you get to isolate the starting pitchers. Better starting pitcher, bullpens are a wash, and I think that at a number like minus 106, there's a lot to like with the Pirates. I think they get it done again today. So B pick on the Pirates. 640 Eastern first pitch. Phillies at the Marlins. Got an under win here yesterday by the by the hair in our chinny chin chin here. We had under seven and a half at about even money, and it landed right at seven. Pablo Lopez on the mound for the Marlins against Zach Laughlin. I think this is a huge pitching mismatch. So I like the Marlins here. Uh, it's minus 117 right now. And I'm giving you an A pick on the Marlins. Model thinks it should be Marlins minus 123. I, like I said, I think it's as simple as huge pitch, pitching mismatch. I really like Pablo Lopez. I really don't like Zach Eflin. Obviously, the Phillies' bats are superior to the Marlins' bats. But I think the bullpens are about a wash. And again, now that we're at least into our second start, it'll hold true more so for our third starts. But our second starts around, we're seeing pitchers extend out to pretty close to their normal workloads here. So as long as we get we can get you know six innings or so out of Pablo. I think the Marlins at a number like minus 117. There's a lot to like. There's a pick for me on the Marlins for that one. Yankees at the Orioles, 705 Eastern first pitch. Jordan Montgomery versus Jordan Lyles, the Battle of the Jordans here. The model thinks the Yankees should be a minus 185 favorite as of the time of this recording. That's right in between where the numbers lie for both teams. So no edge on the side. The total's nine and a half. And I don't think either one of these pitchers is particularly good. The wind is blowing out double-digit miles an hour out to left. They did extend that left field fence, but the wind blowing out to left is going to help counteract that. I'm going over, even though the number's nine and a half, it's minus 105 odds, and I'm going to give it a B pick, my strongest over pick of the year so far. We're going to start off first pitch. We're going to be near 70 degrees, so it won't be cold. The temperature will drop as the game goes along, so I'm hoping for more runs early than late. It's not a game that I'm going to go first five, though, on. While I like the temperature being warmer earlier in the game, and I don't trust either one of these starters, I think I'd just rather have the full game simply because the Orioles uh, are very up and down in their pen and can easily give up five runs just from their bullpen alone. So I'd, I'd rather have the full game here over nine and a half um, as my B pick. But if you wanted to look first five, it's not crazy. I just personally want the um, potentially problematic Orioles bullpen as part of the equation for this one. Right around that same time here, we've got Athletics at the Blue Jays. And Athletics team that's been really good to us here this week. Cousin Jared and I talked a lot about that yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly convinced the Athletics can just pull anybody off the street and turn them into a solid major league player. It's what they do every single year, it seems like. 
Obviously, I don't think they're going to win 90 games, but if they won 80, I don't think that would surprise anybody. They look better than the experts thought early this season. Against the Blue Jays team that was uh, shut out two of the last three games here. Uh, we were on the Blue Jays yesterday. They couldn't get it done for us. They had lots of runners on base and just couldn't do anything with them, and so that was a little frustrating there. Dalton Jeffries versus Ross Stripling is pretty much a wash. I don't think either pitcher is particularly great. Uh, they both have their moments. They're not bad but they're not good either. So I think that kind of washes out. The model thinks the Blue Jays should be only a minus 163 favorite. So I've locked in just a C pick on the Athletics at plus 166. A slight edge there. I think the Athletics are the way to go with these plus odds unless this number comes crashing down. Only one unit because we're getting some plus odds. And it's not an edge I particularly love. But I do think that at these plus odds, there's value on the A's. I don't know how many times exactly we're going to play them early on the season, but it's going to, I mentioned this you know, early in the week. I think it's going to be more times than not. We're going to see some value on the A's and take it. And in the long run, it's going to pay out. It's already paid out this season. Um, doesn't mean they have to win every game for it to pay out. And they don't even have to win half of them to pay out at these type of odds. Uh, but as long as they're winning, you know, 45% or so of these games, which is pretty reasonable, it's going to be, it's going to be good for us. So I think the A's are the side to be on only a C pick at plus 166. If the number gets higher than that, I do recommend um, uh, putting an extra, you know, couple tenths of units on it, right? Just a little bit extra, uh, just so that number gets bigger and bigger because you're getting extra value. And extra value means you want to put a little bit more down on it to take advantage of that, similar to how you might double down in blackjack. Speaking of the team, the athletic just beat the Rays are at the White Sox, 7-10 Eastern first pitch, Drew Rasmussen versus Dylan Cease. This is a situation where I do like the starter for the Rays more so than I have in some of their other previous matchups. Uh, Dylan Cease, not really a bad pitcher, but nothing to write home about. Rasmussen definitely had some very good starts last year. We'll see if he can keep that rolling into this year. Wins also out to left here in Chicago, but only uh, about 12 to 10 miles an hour. Not quite as crazy as it was yesterday. If you saw any of that game, there were some pot flies that were moving around like crazy. The model thinks that the White Sox should be a minus 128 favorite. There's no edge on the side. With regards to the total, it will be chilly. It'll be uh, 50 degrees or lower there, but that one blowing out. If I had to make a play on the total, I probably would go under just because it's so cold. And that usually uh, has more of an effect on scoring than people seem to think it does. And so under would be my play there on the total. Instead, I'm going to go a slightly different route. I'm actually going to go raise on the run line, plus one and a half. The odds are minus 165. Only a C pick, only a lean, just because I think that the Rays have a decent chance to win this game. I also think that the Rays bullpen is pretty solid. They can keep them in it. Another one of those, uh, like we talked about with the Cardinals yesterday, and I'll, I'll touch back on that when we get to that game, but the same sort of idea where uh, road team getting that run in the half. If it gets to be late in the game, it's going to be harder for the White Sox to win by double digits. If it gets to extras, we're probably uh, by more than one run. If it gets to extras, we're probably good. The total is eight and a half. Like I said, I would lean under on that as well. So if it is low scoring, then plus one and a half is an easier win than in a high scoring game with tons of runs. So I just think there's a little bit of value there on the plus one and a half for the Rays. Only a C pick. Not one that I want to be over-invested in. Not one that I have a great feel for. But that's just where I would lean simply because I like Rasmussen and I think under might be a smart idea. So that kind of combines those two elements given that they are the road team there on the run line. Giants at the Guardians. Carlos Rodon versus Zach Plesak. The model thinks the Giants should be a minus 129 road favorite. And so I'm going to be on the Guardians at plus 132. 
two. That's a B pick for me there. Rodon, a pretty good pitcher. Please tech not bad in his own right. I think there's value here on the Guardians, so I think we take it. Again, I do think the Giants are the more likely team to win, but at plus 132, I don't think we can pass up that sort of value on Cleveland. With regards to the weather, it's kind of that same conflicting story that makes it tough to play a total. We do have winds out to right, but the temperature is going to start off around 60. We're going to drop to the lower 50s by the end of the game. And so it makes it a little bit tougher. Again, I would lean under just because it being chilly. The biggest thing there is starting off in the low 60s, we're going to need some some early inning uh, good pitching for that under to hold true. As the game moves along, I think the scoring is going to really slow down in that one. So if you're a live bet player, that might be something to look at. Let the first couple innings happen. Let those temperatures start falling. Or in general, if you're just playing the game under, the idea is just kind of hold your breath early on. Well, but as the temperature gets colder, uh, the pitching is going to really take advantage of that, I think. And I think that's the way, again, I would look if I was playing a total, just because I think these two pitchers, these two starting pitchers have a, a good chance of doing that. And so under would be the way I look there. But I'm going to trust the model here. The model thinks there's value on the Guardian, so I'm going to roll with it. Guardians plus 132 for a B pick for me. Angels at the Rangers, name that. Got way out of hand last night. Reed Detmers versus Matt Bush tonight. The model thinks this is a toss-up game, and so I'm going to go Rangers plus 102. Only a C pick because I think it's a toss-up game, and if I'm getting about even money or plus odds on the Rangers, I think that's the way you got to look. I trust Matt Bush a little bit more than I trust Reed Detmers. I don't trust either one of them at all, but Detmers is one that I really don't think is a good pitcher. Uh, I also trust the Angels' bats a little bit more. Uh, then I trust the Rangers in general. However, you see a game last like last night, and you start to wonder, uh, and, and early on this season we've talked about this, the Angels' bats have really struggled. So um, in general, you know, you've got all those names from the Angels, but uh, the way they've been playing here, uh, it's been disappointing so far. I've talked about that on previous podcasts, and if that holds true, I think the Rangers are the right side, uh, but it's hard to back Matt Bush. And the other issue with the Rangers is as good as some of those top bats are, they still lack some offensive depth. Now, last night when the offensive depth gets going, they can really go off because the top, you know, three, four hitters for the Rangers are very good. It's just beyond that, it's kind of a black hole. And, of course, that's been the problem with the Angels as well, too. So two teams I don't really trust offensively with the depth. Two pitchers I don't really trust. I don't really have a lot I like on this one. So I said I lean Rangers. I think it's the side you want to be on, but I don't want to be invested too heavily in that one. 18 Eastern first pitch, Cardinals and the Brewers. Miles Michaelis versus Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta, who's not been the same pitcher since his injury last year, struggled out the gate this year already, only one start. But you combine that with last year, and I think it's really concerning for him. Woodruff did get back on the right track yesterday, looked fantastic. So that's good news for the Brewers, that at least if they have their top two horses, uh, that's going to give them a good chance to win uh, two out of every five days. I just don't think that Peralta is a pitcher that I want to back, at least until I see him regain his early season from last year and previous season form. He hasn't done it yet this season, so I'm going to be looking to fade him until that happens. The model thinks the Brewers should be minus 145, which is right in between where the number is. I'm actually going to go back to the same play I did yesterday, Cardinals plus one and a half. It's minus 152. I'm going to give it a B pick just like yesterday. I think the same thing holds as yesterday. Of course, the Brewers did get their pen rested up yesterday, which helps them with that regard, but Totals eight. I think it's probably going to be a low-scoring game. I don't want to back the total just because if Peralta struggles, 
this game could get out of hand. And so if you really think Peralta's going to pitch well, I think you got to like the under. But I'm just nervous about that. I like the Cardinals on the run line because if Peralta pitches well, I think it's a tight game. Could be a one-run game. And then we get a win. We don't care who wins. I like the run line plus one and a half with the road team. And on top of that, I think the Cardinals got a good chance to win if Peralta isn't good. So a lot of ways we can get to the window this one. We're going to need it because we need to win this one 60% of the time laying such odds. But I think this is one that wins more like 65% of the time. Cardinals plus one and a half is a B pick for me. Didn't work out last night. I think we got a better chance tonight with a weaker pitcher on the mound for the Brewers. Tigers at the Royals, 18 Eastern. I like teams that make me look smart and win us money. And I can't say that about the Tigers or the Royals. I've backed them both and been wrong. I've faded them both and been wrong. I'm zigging when they're zagging. I can't seem to figure these two teams out. I don't really know what to make of that. Thankfully, there's no model edge on this one, so I'm staying away from the side. I'm going to look to the total instead. I'm going to go under 8.5. The wind is about 10 miles an hour, kind of in from left, maybe a little bit cross, a little bit in, depending on the exact moment. But the wind's either going to help us or play neutral. Temperatures starting in the upper 50s, closing in the low 50s. It's great under weather. Scooball versus Keller. I don't think either one of these pitchers is great, but I think both these pitchers are decent. And both of these teams have had long stretches where they've struggled offensively. They can go off. We've seen, especially with the Tigers in that Red Sox game, in the Red Sox series, we saw them go off a few times. But in general, with this weather, decent pitching, I think under eight and a half makes a lot of sense. So a B pick for me on this under. Hopefully we can get to the window on these teams with a total because on the sides I have had no luck with either one of them. 840 Eastern first pitch Cubs at the Rockies. We got an easy under win yesterday. That one was 11. Today's number is 10. And I'm going to go under 10. It is juiced a little heavier than I'd like. So if you have an alternate line, you might look under nine and a half. That's something like even money would probably be just as advantageous as the under 10 with the extra juice. I don't like laying juice on totals because most of the time the totals clear by multiple runs, one direction or the other. But here the book that we're using for grading purposes. It is what it is. A pick for me on the under. I said yesterday I wasn't going to go A pick because it was a Coors. I should have got A pick yesterday, even though it was at Coors because that was an easy one. Marcus Stroman and Herman Marquez, two really good pitchers. And, and, and it's just like last night. We have more under weather. The temperature is going to be cold by the time this game ends. It'll be in the low 50s. Again, Coors overs go crazy in the summer when it's warm, when it's um, – you know, even those they, they play a lot of those games where the sun doesn't set until like the sixth inning because you know they're a little further depending on where you live, right? They're a little further north in the country. As the summer goes on, the days get longer. And you know, you've got 80 degree weather, 85 degree weather for most of the game, and especially those day games, right? The totals can go crazy, but people don't seem to realize that early in the season, especially with the wind blowing in like it is tonight, double-digit winds in from left field, cold temperatures. Two good pitchers, and again, a guy in Marquez that I really trust looked fantastic last time out against the Dodgers in Coors. I don't understand why this number is so high. I think it's just the name effect only. Under 10, I like it a lot here. I love this one. This is an A pick for me. Uh, I think that with both these pitchers, I think somebody will score. It'll be like last night. It's not like it'll be a 2-1 to one game, uh, but I don't see this game getting to double digits, so I really like that one there. Graves at the Padres, 940 Eastern, first pitch, Kyle Wright and McKenzie Gore. The model thinks this should be Padres, 
minus 125. It's one of the larger edges we've had all season. So I'm going to give an A pick on the Padres minus 108. I think there's a lot of value here. I do not trust Kyle Wright. I know Kyle Wright looked fantastic in his last start, but I don't trust him to continue that. McKenzie Gores looked pretty solid thus far. A promising young prospect. I like to fade prospects when they come up initially if they aren't in that top tier because I think there's just a little bit too much of that prospect love for the um, you know, for a team's fourth best prospect, fifth best prospect, that sort of thing. Um, Adon for the Nationals being a prime example of that. But with McKinsey Gore, I think he's the real deal. I think the Padres are the side you want to be on. The fact that they're only minus 108 blows my mind here. A pick for me on the Padres. Uh, the weather should be nice, about 60 degrees. Wind blowing across. Given it's that park, given that I like the Padres pitcher, Given that the total is eight and a half under might be the pick that makes a lot of sense. But you saw what the Padres did last night, not only to Morton, but to some of the uh, other Braves relievers, I think it's a huge drop off from Morton to right. And so under is not a play that I'm going to be comfortable making on this one. Personally, I just think stick with the Padres is the side you'll be on. An under I am comfortable making. Astros at the Mariners, numbers eight and a half at plus 105. So the ultimate alternative to that, you might have to pay a little bit more of a price, but you might get under nine if that's what you're eyeing. B pick for me on this under Odorisi and Gonzalez. I think both pitchers are pretty solid. Uh, Seattle plays as a pitcher's park. I don't think there's much to say about this one other than the fact that, like I talked about last time with Odorisi, I think as long as he's decent, I don't see the Mariners putting up a lot of runs off of him. I think that one team scores probably like five runs, maybe even six, but I don't see both teams doing that type of thing. I think there's a good chance one team only gets a run or two in this game, and that's going to make us successful in the under. Not an A pick because with the Astros' bats, if they get scoring a ton, which is possible, then they start throwing their weaker bullpen arms. They do have a couple that aren't very good back there. We could get out of hand on the scoring late. So not an A-pick for that reason, but I do like this one. I do think the under makes a lot of sense. It's just not one that I want to be as heavily invested in. With regards to the side, the model thinks the Astros should be a minus 118 favorite at the time of this recording. That falls exactly in the midpoint between the numbers that I'm looking at. So no edge on either side in that one. Under, I think, the way you want to look. And then to close this out, 10-10 Eastern. First pitch, Reds at the Dodgers. This line really confuses me. When I look at the pitching matchup between last night and tonight, we saw Luis Sessa for the Reds, not a good pitcher, versus Walker Bueller for the Dodgers, a good pitcher. Tonight, the Reds have an upgrade going to Vladimir Gutierrez. Not a great pitcher, but better than Sessa is. And the Dodgers have a downgrade going from Bueller to Gonsolin. Not that Gonsolin's a bad pitcher, uh, but but I think we all can agree a downgrade from Walker Bueller. And yet the number has the Dodgers favored more tonight than it did last night. I don't understand this at all. So this one, the model thinks Dodgers minus 197. Right now the the number is Reds plus 208. So I'm going to lock that in. I'm going to give it a B pick. I'm going to go hard here on this underdog. Uh, If we can win this one, it's going to really help the bankroll. I don't think the Reds necessarily win. If you said one game, what do you think happens? The model gives the Dodgers about a 66% chance to win. I just think... There's a lot of games in the baseball season. We're going to get action in a lot of them. I think that the Reds are a play that if we continue to make these types of picks, they're not going to win all of them, but they're going to win 
enough of them to increase our bankroll. So I think there's a lot of value here on the Reds as a nice little over two over plus two hundred uh, dog. I think it's a similar setup to last night. We got that over. Wind is blowing out. It is a little chilly still there. Normal April LA weather. We're going to start off in the low 60s, close in the upper 50s. Wind blowing out, kind of anything can happen. Again, can't say it enough. Not a game I I, I think if, if you're only deciding to bet one game excuse me, tonight and you decide you're only betting one game for the rest of the season. I mean, <laughs> I don't think the Reds win this game. That's probably not the best idea. But if you're playing a lot of games, I think there's value on the Reds here at this number. It's no different than opening day. We took the Cubs and got a big plus odds winner. We've taken Oakland, got some big plus odds winners. They're not going to win every time, but when they do, it's going to really help us out. So I think there's value on this number. Reds plus 208 is my play. If that scares you away, I'd go over like we did last night with that wind blowing out. I think anything can happen run-wise there. So that'd be my alternate look if you were scared off by plus 208. But as Cousin Jared mentioned yesterday, I would not lay such a big number with the Dodgers. Laying minus 230 with a pitcher like Gonsolin, unless you're playing a minor league team, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Gutierrez is a pitcher for the Reds. Again, that has a pulse, I would say. Not great, but respectable enough uh, that he shouldn't be getting quite this big of odds against just an okay pitcher in Gonsolin. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder, check out that Google Sheet for model projections and results. You can find that link at the website www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all of the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. Until then, remember, you can eat your betting money. Please don't bet your eating money.